Let's read together 1 Timothy 2. Doesn't always fill them the way we think they need to be filled. But he always does something better. He does what is best. 1 Timothy 2. And if you go to page 1177 in your pew Bibles, 1177. We'll read verses 1 through 7. We began looking at this last week. We plan to carry on at a later time with the second half of chapter 2. But remember, this is a call to pray for all people, the saved, the lost, that our focus would be on the message of salvation, that we would come to Christ, the one and only mediator, and find our refuge, our freedom, our ransom in what he did on the cross for sinners. First Timothy 2, verses 1 through 7. First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. For this, I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I'm telling the truth. I'm not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Verse 5 and 6a, our text this morning. For there's one God and there's one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. God bless this word to our hearts and lives. Ransomed, congregation of Jesus. Ransomed. In one word. We have a beautiful picture of what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. That salvation, that knowledge of the truth that he spoke about in three and four is given to us in five and six. What's the knowledge of the truth that saves sinners? Jesus Christ is the one and only mediator between God and man. The man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all. Now for us today, the picture of ransom is usually connected to a hostage taking. Some thug kidnaps you and holds you as a captive in an undisclosed location and demands $100 million for your release. We'll meet at such and such a spot. You hand over the $100 million, we'll hand over the captive. You pay the ransom, the guy's released. He's set free. The price is off his head. The threat of death is gone. 
The ransom is the price paid to set you free. But in Bible times, the more common picture of ransom came from the slave world. Someone would come to the slave auction and buy you and set you free or come to the farm and talk to your owner and buy you and set you free. Pay the price for you. Well, that's the good news of the gospel. Jesus Christ came to us when we were slaves under the curse of the law. We had sold ourselves into slavery by sinning against God and coming under the curse of judgment, sin, Satan, death. What a terrible slavery. The price on our head, the death sentence, eternal punishment of body and soul. And Jesus came to pay that price that's on our head to set us free, the ransom. Ransomed, first we want to look at the price he paid, the purchase he made, and then the freedom he gave. The price he paid. Adam and Eve were in the garden. We were there in them and they had everything. Talked about that a lot in Watford this past week with VBS. They had the garden with all the gifts in it. They had work, meaningful work. They had each other and above all, they had God. And then God put a tree in the middle called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat of it. Because if you do, you will surely die. Trust me, obey me, and you have life and blessing. But if you turn your back on me and disobey me, you die. You get the death sentence. And they sinned, and we were there in them, and we sinned, and the whole human race that came, they came under the death sentence. Slavery to the curse of the law. There's a price on our head. And the only way to be set free It's if we come up with the payment. And since we sinned against the eternal, infinite God, His holiness demands a payment of eternal punishment of body and soul. Who can afford that? Psalm 49 says, nobody can pay the ransom for a human soul. It's too costly. Unless it's God himself. And that's what happens here. We read in our text that Jesus paid it all. Not a hundred million dollars. But he gave himself, it says, a ransom for all. He paid with his own life. Now, the picture here is really two pictures that converge. Verse five, Jesus is the mediator. Verse six, Jesus is the ransom. There are two different pictures, but they come together. What's a mediator? Well, we know a little bit about mediators in a labor dispute. The management wants to freeze wages. 
The global market is competitive, and in order for us to stay afloat, we have to freeze the wages. Otherwise, we'll have no work for you. We'll go bankrupt. The other side, the labor side, says we need a wage increase or we can't pay our bills. And the negotiations aren't getting anywhere. The dispute is so far apart. They agree to call in a mediator. Someone who can represent both sides and bring the two sides together. But if there ever was a dispute that needed a mediator, it's the dispute between God and men. The dispute that God has with humankind. The sides are so far apart that it's unbridgeable, humanly speaking. On the one side, we have the demands of God. He's holy. I demand perfect righteousness. And if you sin, eternal punishment of body and soul, the death sentence. It's the only way we can get together again. On man's side, we need complete forgiveness of sins. We need the gift of righteousness. We need somebody to come up with that payment or else we're doomed forever. So here are these two sides. Never were there two sides in a dispute so absolutely far apart from each other. Never was there a dispute needing a special mediator so special as Jesus Christ. And here's the love of God. There's only one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Nobody could broker an agreement, bring the two sides together. So God said, I'm sending my own son. Jesus, who's God? I'm sending him down and I'm sending him in human flesh as a man, the man Christ Jesus. He's got all the perfect qualifications we need to represent both sides. As Job says, I need a mediator who can lay a hand on both sides. God's side, man's side. And Jesus is that mediator. He's very God. And he can represent God's side. Perfect righteousness. And complete punishment, eternal punishment of body and soul for sin. Taking the wrath of God. And man's side, needing forgiveness, needing our sins taken away, needing the gift of righteousness. And in one work, ending in his death on the cross, Jesus took care of both sides. $100 million? His own life. The mediator himself becomes the ransom between God and men to bring the two sides together. What a beautiful salvation. What a wonderful Savior. God the Father. Through God the Son, Jesus Christ. 
and the Holy Spirit's power. And in one place, one mediator, people of God, sinners, find the only refuge there is for sin. There's only one bridge that brings men back to God, sinners back to the Holy Father. The mediator, Jesus Christ. And he was given as a refuge for you to run to. Dear brothers, dear sisters, Jesus is going to tell you at the table again, as believers, you may know the mediation has been done between you and God. The sides have been reconciled and you can, nor do you need to add anything to it. He paid it all. He's the ransom. Well, secondly, what's the purchase? It says there in verse six, he gave himself as a ransom for all. What did the man Jesus Christ purchase with his blood, with his life? Well, let's look at three aspects of this purchase. First, this purchase is personal. He gave himself as a ransom for all. And all means people, for people, for sinners. You can say he purchased our forgiveness with his blood. Yes, he did. You can say he purchased our salvation with his blood. Yes, he did. You can say he purchased your freedom with his blood. Yes, That he purchased eternal life with his blood. Yes. But there's a higher answer. Jesus purchased you. People. It's personal. It was people who were slaves. It was people who were under the death sentence. Sinners. Our lives were forfeit. We were under God's wrath. We ourselves were headed for destruction, eternal damnation. And Jesus offered his own life to stand in our place, to pay ransom for us. To rescue us from slavery, to purchase us, our lives for God. Listen to Revelation 5, 9, and 10. Where the saints in heaven sang a new song. Worthy are you to take the scroll and open its seals. Lord Jesus, for you were slain. And by your blood, you ransomed what? People for God. You ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. There's another verse in the Bible that says, Jesus suffered the just for the unjust to bring you to God. You. God doesn't just want your salvation. Don't depersonalize it. He doesn't want, just want your forgiveness. He wants you. He doesn't send Jesus just to pay a check but to give himself. God gave himself because he wants you. It's personal. Secondly, it's universal. 
gave himself as a ransom for all. No, he didn't die for each and every person. The Bible is clear on that. He died for God's chosen ones. But he gave himself as a ransom for all. And that includes people from all nations and cultures and backgrounds. Again, we read that in Revelation 5. By your blood, Jesus, you ransom people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. Jesus is the savior of the world. Jesus is the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It's universal. It's not just for Jews, but for Gentiles. Not just for rich, but for poor. Not just for educated, but for uneducated. Not just for the famous, but also for the unknown people. It's for all. Who believe in Jesus Christ. As we said last week, whether you're pure or pedophile. Gay or straight. Old or young. Nice or nasty. Belonging to the church or not. It's universal. For everyone who repents of his sin and believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that leads us to look at the third thing. This good news of Jesus purchasing sinners with his blood must be proclaimed to all sinners everywhere. Remember the context. To pray for all people. For the salvation of the lost. Telling all people there's one bridge. There's only one payment for sinners. Turn in here. There's no other way. Back to God. Back to paradise. Back to heaven. Back to life. To joy. To fullness from your emptiness. To peace from fear. Only one ransom that pays for sin so that God is satisfied. His wrath is taken care of. His demand of righteousness is taken care of. And you have everything you need. All your sins taken away. Forgiveness. All your righteousness completed in your place for you by Jesus Christ. Whoever comes to him, he will not turn you away. His death will pay for your sins and set you free from your death sentence. And here's the refuge that the whole world needs and that Jesus gave for all his people, for all who come to him in faith with repentance for their sins. Don't think you're too good for him. Well, I, you know, I, I, I go to church, I'm in a pretty good spot. I, I don't need too much of a ransom. That guy over there sure does. Don't think you're too good for him or you won't be saved. Don't think you're too bad for him either. Oh, you should see what goes on in my head in a week. 
Do you see where my life has been? It's filthy. It's rotten. He's for sinners. Turn into him. Don't think you're too bad for him or you won't be saved. He's the mediator for you. Trust in the one that God has provided for sinners and you will be saved. And thirdly, the freedom he gave. There's only one God, brothers and sisters, and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all. Ransom is a freedom word. You were bought to be set free from your prison, free from being a hostage, free from slavery to the curse of the law, free. And that's the work of our Lord Jesus Christ to set you free. He stood in your place. He came under the curse for you. He entered your sin for you. So that's gone. Do you believe that when you trust in Jesus, there's no longer a price on your head? It's been paid for. Sometimes we worry. Yes, I believe in Jesus and he paid for me, but I think I have sinned myself out of the payment Jesus made and I need to throw in a little extra or I'm done. Jesus paid it all. You know, often in a labor dispute, there's compromise. The mediator negotiates with the management side and the labor side and finally brings them together. They each give and take a little. And in the end, the settlement is sort of a settlement, but not all the issues are taken care of. Some things are really still on the table. And you can count on it in four or five years. We'll be back at it again. The mediation's not done. In this mediation, it's settled once for all. There's no compromise. God did not compromise his side. Jesus fully took care of God's demands. He is totally satisfied. And that covers all your sin and gives you all righteousness and all strength and all worthiness. He took care of our side. There's nothing left to pay. Fully done. Joseph, no, Samuel Entemeyer was a wealthy lawyer in New York, late 1800s. He and his wife, collectors of rare tapestries, and they heard of one in Europe. His wife set sail across the Atlantic, went to Europe in search of this tapestry. She finds it, she looks at it, the owner wants $25,000 at the end of the uh, 19th century. That's a lot of money. Telegrams her husband, 25000 Should I buy? 
He telegrams her back, no comma, price too high. Few weeks later, she's come back and she's all excited and she opens her suitcase and takes out this tapestry. Look at it. I told you not to buy it. Oh, the telegram got confused. No comma, price too high. The telegram deliverer forgot the comma. No price too high. And she bought it. Well, that's what God did. Said to his son, you purchase my people for me. There's no price too high. So the eternal son of God in our flesh, the unblemished lamb of God, no one like him, offered himself You think that's not good enough? It's absolutely and forever enough and more than enough for you, dear sinner, who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now he's going to tell us at the table, I gave my life for you so that you can give your life to me. You have been ransomed for God. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, our God, we stand amazed at the awesome price that you were willing to pay for us in your son, Jesus Christ. You did not spare him anything. You delivered him up for us all. Now we know the debt has been paid. There's nothing left to pay. And we're full and complete in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you tell us now, come, eat with me. Let's celebrate that. And at the table, I will renew your faith and confidence in your Savior that you are my children. Lord, speak to us now at the table. In Jesus we pray, amen.